Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Cabin Fever podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie and Fiona. And it's a beautiful, beautiful day. It is. Today, we're coming to you from a graveyard. (gasps) Spooky. But not just any graveyard. A graveyard in miscellaneous Eastern Europe. Okay. The ground is squidgy, Mm. but firm. Oof. And what's that hark on yonder? Is that a boy on a horse? (laughs) Jesus. More on that later. Wait, wait. That's bad trotting. I'm trying to do trotting sounds. I just don't want to know what that did to the microphone. Startlingly good. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Today's episode is really exciting. This is where all of the research we talked about last episode comes in. And the thing is, right, I told Liam about last week's episode mm-hmm. before he listened. Uh, you better have listened by now, Liam. And he was like, how did you make two over an hour long episodes on Twilight? And oh I was just God. like, you need to just listen to experience the magic. And I'm sure you guys agree because you would have listened last week and you are back for another bite. That's right. <laughs> and this episode could have been even longer because trust me the amount of notes i had originally more than anything i did in university the only reason it isn't longer is because we were trying to make only one episode we (laughs) weren't planning to make two that's right (laughs) uh but here we are here we are um and i feel like we didn't quite hype we didn't do anything on instagram this past week because just we've had we've had quite a week week. it's the capricorn thunder moon right now and if you guys are longtime fans you'll know the capricorn thunder moon always just fucks me over for like a full week and also like Little congrats to Maddie. Maddie does manage all of our socials and she edits the podcast. And so it's one of those things where if Maddie's out for the week, the podcast is out for the week because I suck. I turn up. I say my bit. Um, But yeah. So thank you, Maddie. Yes, thank Um, you. Uh, And you may remember last week my win was that I went to sleep at night. Uh, I have not slept. I did not sleep last night. I Yeah, she rocked up to our morning meeting today and I was like, oh my god, she made it. 11am, it's a little late, but that's okay. And And I have like like, one bloodshot eye and I'm like jittering. And she's like, I have not slept all night. It's great, but that's a great segue into win and wine. Win and wine. Well, what's your win then? My, I'm going to start with wine. Mm -hmm. My wine this week is that my friggin' boyfriend... Ugh. Has developed like Munchausen's by proxy, but for the cat. Like he just so full on fucking. Fi- is sick. He's I've not joined sick. him. I've he's joined him in sick. this. Here's the thing: our cat is fucked. Like he's, he's very precious. cute. A tiny and when he's prince. in the right mood, he is the best cat in the world. But he's also just f- completely fucked. Like he truly is. And Fiona always tries to gaslight me and like tell me that I my negative experiences with you. the cat aren't legitimate because she's not there when he's like screaming at me and like shitting everywhere. And anyway. Maddie, no, Maddie's complaints. She comes in and I'm like, oh look at Kush. She's like, he's disgusting. And yeah, I'm like, that's because- no, he's not. She's like, the other night at like midnight, he me out. Fuck that cat. No. Destroy him. What I said was <laughs> about half an hour ago, he rubbed his shit in a in a continuous trail about 20 fucking meters long all over the bathroom. And yeah, but that doesn't anyway, mean Anyway, this disgusting. is this is the fight that we have like on the daily where anyway, I'm just trying to defend a cat that I spend an hour a day with. And I'm like, I live with this cat. Trust me. I love him very dearly, but he's also fucked. Anyway. So your wine is that my Will wine is, is concerned Will, No, Will is, he has full on fucking... <laughs> What, not hypothermia. What's one? I'm, my brain's not working. Munchausen's by proxy? No, but That's the actual one where you think you're sick all the time. I don't know. The one where you're like, I hypochondria. Okay. Not hypothermia. <laughs> um, but he's like, I think his tail is broken. I'm like, his tail's not fucking broken. Like, I literally like 
touch his whole tail. I'm like, there's nothing wrong here. He doesn't even flinch when I touch his tail. Mm-hmm. He's fucking fine. Will's like, but he's curling it up. I'm like, because you're holding him. Like, he's fine. Yeah. And then he's like, because hasn't shat in a week. I'm like, yes, he has. He shat yesterday. You told me about it. That was Calvin. He's my little doggy. Um, <laughs> Who she treats very differently. He's a little angel. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my wine. Because he just has mu- fucking Munchausen's by proxy, but for the cat. And he I, just won't listen to reason. I think Will just loves the cat and is stressed about the cat. <laughs> I think he just needs to take and a fucking break. I think we can all practice kindness towards the cat. Oh my god, I do. This is what you don't <laughs> understand. Like, the amount of shit I do for this cat. And he sits with me all night. Like, mm-hmm. we're buds. He just also is fucking revolting a okay. lot of the time. Maybe it's, maybe it's just because I'm not seeing as much of the positivity towards the cat. Yeah, because but you also... It's more just that you try and really gaslight me and say that I'm I don't... imagining all the <laughs> negatives when the cat is actually But I'm, I'm open to me seeing both a small snippet of the cat's life and of your experience with the cat. Because okay. I only see negativity towards the cat from you and I only see good from the cat. But I'm only seeing a small snippet. I'm admitting that I'm not seeing the full story. Okay, next time he shits everywhere, I'll call you. <laughs> Sounds good. But I'm sure you guys are done with this chat about my cat. Uh, Fiona, what's your win for the week? My win for the week is... I mean, that was your wine. Oh, my, what's, your your, win? what's your wine for the week? <laughs> okay, so my wine is... None of us like to admit when we're wrong. And I found a funny, positive thing about twins. So somebody did TikTok and they were like, twins, can you please show us what was your color? What was your signifier that your parents gave you? What did they color code you to tell you apart? And then there was all these twins like duetting it with just like them and their twin. Like one of them would wear pink and one of them would green their whole life. Oh. And it's so funny. One of them was like, yeah, my thing was turtles. And they're just like, here's all my turtle shit as a kid. I'm wearing a turtle t-shirt. I'm wearing a turtle shoe. I'm holding a turtle because their parents had to like color code them. And I thought that was the funniest thing. So it's a win because I don't like to admit when I'm wrong. But honestly, it's secretly a win because it was hilarious. <laughs> like all these people being like, here's my childhood bedroom. Everything is green. I would wear green to school. I would wear green on the weekends. It's a fancy outfit, but it's green. It's That's a play like, outfit, but it's green. It's so funny. Sussy, my god sister for the uninitiated. Mm-hmm. Um, her bedroom was green when we were growing up because she's like, it's not a girl color. <laughs> so it's just like lime Not green. like other girls. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd rather be like other girls than a lime green. <laughs> she showed them. That's like me eating Brussels sprouts at age five. Not like other kids. That's right. <laughs> um, I have a really good win. So what's, what's your win? No, but what's your win? I well, my win is just a simple one. It is that Animal Crossing, I think you'll enjoy this, have introduced swimming and diving. So you can just go swim around the island and dive for things. I'll show you after the podcast. It is really fun. Um, But it's just a little delight. And I thought I'd share that with you all. That is interesting. Yeah. What would you do at this point if I, like, had secretly had Animal Crossing this whole time? I I would not be surprised at all because I say all of us hate to admit when we're wrong. You particularly hate it. Only on, like, especially, especially on petty things. Um, And so if you had been publicly talking out against Animal Crossing and then maybe you discovered that you really liked it with the shark thing and you started playing, but you wouldn't be able to admit it. I I wouldn't be that surprised at all. I'm not saying you're doing it, but like... (laughs) Well, my win Mm -hmm. for this week... Is that you got Animal Crossing. (laughs) Is that I've had a little secret. Oh, God. Wait, actually? Yeah. Wait, when did you get a Switch? Like a week and a half ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been playing in secret. I love how I was like, I wouldn't even be that surprised, but I am so shocked that it actually happened. Tell the people what you're seeing. I'm sorry, guys. I am seeing um, Maddie's passport from Animal Crossing, because you do get a little passport. 
What the? F- I'm just surprised he had money to buy a Switch. <laughs> it was when I was really overtired the other, like, a couple oh. weeks ago. And I was like, I need a Switch. And Will was like, really? Do you need a Switch? That's why I had to go on that walk that one time. To oh. earn my Switch. Oh my god. Because like, you went on one walk and you earned a Switch. <laughs> do you have all the fruit and everything? Do you see what my island is called? Yeah, it's called the drama. It sure is. Um, so, but, because there's things that you need at the start, like fruit and money and shit. I've like, been playing this for a full week and a half. Is that why you went nocturnal and, like, didn't talk to anyone? Well, that's why I haven't been coming over as much. And Will keeps almost ruining it for me because I've been why keeping it as a fun coming, little secret. Why? So you haven't been coming over because you didn't And, like, every time I'm playing it on the TV, I have to, like, I lock know, the front door. I did think that, like... I didn't see you that much in the last week and a half. I didn't want to say anything because I was like, if you're sick, we're just not in a good mood. I mean, I was also sick and very tired. Yeah, but I didn't want to be like, Maddie, come hang out. Because I'm like, if you're not in a good no, mood, that's what you want. No, I have been secretly playing Animal Crossing in my house. What the fuck? Um, Why are you like this? Because I wanted to keep it as a fun little secret. And Will's been like, please tell her. Please tell her. Because he's so stressed that he's going to ruin it. And he kept dropping little fucking hints. And like I was like, what? I'll kill you. Like, Things that you wouldn't have picked up on because you wouldn't have been like, Maddie's hiding a secret switch for a full this week. And so like, dumb. I started playing I like this. last Thursday. Like, I have I have coconuts, I have oranges, pears, peaches. I don't have apples or yet. Cherries. I don't have cherries yet. Would you like to come I to have about and get seven some? villagers. Yeah. Who do you have? I've got the every single development on my house. I've got the basement and the attic all done. Uh huh. Um, well, that's good because it's hard to make that money. Yeah, I've made a lot of money because I worked out really fast what makes you a lot of bells. Yeah. Um, and then I just catch those. I've been doing a lot of diving. I think I've got every fish and oh, every Oh, so yeah, you fucking knew about the diving. And every diving. Oh, yeah, I've known God. everything. I've asked a couple of questions subtly. The only people who've known about this are Will and Harris. And Harris, I told, because love Harris, first of all. And second of all, I had like a meltdown when I was trying to name my island. Because I was like, there's such an annoying character limit. I've wanted to talk about this for so long. Why are you like this? Because I don't have a fun little secret. And it was a fun little secret. But yeah, Will kept being like, the drama. And I was like, I'll fucking kill you if you ruin the secret for me. I was like, I will leave you if you ruin my fun little secret. And then when we were playing Mario, when we were playing Jackbox, he was like, maybe we'll figure out how to play that here soon. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And I was like, yeah, on the computer. And he was like, ha ha ha. Remember that? Oh yeah, no, because I remember that. And I was just like, oh no, you need a switch. And he's like, and I was like, oh, you can do the computer. He's like, we'll do it on the computer. And I was like, all right. But he's just, he's just a weird guy, you know? And he kept doing shit like that. And I was like, why are you trying to ruin my little fun secret? I honestly that long yeah i was considering keeping it for like six weeks to see just what would happen um (laughs) but at this point i want some sharks and i need to start adding people so Mm -hmm. i thought it would be fun to reveal it on the podcast i'm just like why also i do love that i was like i wouldn't be surprised that you did it in the first place and then you're like i have been secretly hiding an island Uh, yeah i got it i've bought turnips also that so i nice. need um, i need to go somewhere for that well i'll let you know my turnip prices this week um and so yeah i'm actually really fucking good at this game yeah it's like, fun isn't it? it it has I'm, ruined I'm so, my whole life i'm so glad that you love it though because literally the if you don't know right maddie's journey with animal crossing was at first you come in she's like this game fucking sucks i hate everyone on it you well, were very still, negative like, towards it the thing it. is i still stand by the fact it's dumb as fuck yeah but you can switch your brain the whole way. Uh huh. Yeah. I played for like twelve hours straight last night. I, there was a joking. day when I first got it that I really did some days, especially because it for us we got it um like when we we're being like evicted from Vietnam and stuff, mm-hmm. and so I needed more than ever then to just switch my brain off. Yeah. 
Um, but, but yeah, yeah. I've, I've caught up really fast. I, I literally that, have yeah. caught every single fish that you can catch right now. Nice. I've caught every bug except for, I think, one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's one fish that, because you have to wait till it's raining, but it's always just snowing yeah. on my fucking island. Oh, you're in the, you're in the northern hemisphere. I did, southern, I did hemisphere. southern hemisphere, yeah, so we can have both. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. You'll get a lot from my island, then I can get a yeah. lot from yours. Yeah. Oh, this is, I, it was oh my god, our productivity this week. Oh, yeah, shit. after this, I'm going to go get my switch so you can see. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm surprised. Well done. You did surprise me. Thank you. Um, damn. Okay. Oh, wow. Anyway, I'm so sorry for all of you that are anything like me because you want to die right now. So we're going to cut the Animal Crossing chat and I'm just going to go get my Switch and show Fiona. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, what you're about to hear, we actually recorded at the same time as the Twilight part. Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, dive right into our podcast while we dive right into the ocean surrounding our Animal Crossing islands. That's right. Woo. Enjoy. Historical vampires or... Horror vampires. Oh my god. Vampires. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So what I did to compile this was go through every single different myth that every country has that could be related to a vampire mm-hmm. and condensed it all. To kick us off, I have collected a couple of examples of specific vampires that I think are a bit iconic. Okay. And after this, it's all generalized. But these are just some iconic vampires that I found during my research. Fun! One, and these are all going to be pronounced very wrong, mm-hmm. is a, a striga mm-hmm. is a vampiric witch in traditional Albanian folklore, often pictured as a woman with a hateful stare, sometimes wearing a cape, Love and that. a horribly disfigured face. That's where you lost also me a about, bit. I was about to say, is this but, you? And then he said, yeah, face. a woman with a hateful stare, sometimes wearing a cape. I was like, this chick's a fucking icon. Love it. Uh, they usually live in hidden places in the forest and have supernatural powers. Honestly, that's it fucking great. Face, iconic. Yeah. Love it. Great. The second one, again, I cannot pronounce it. It's spelled Diagdue. <laughs> What do you mean? I think it's maybe Scottish, so it's probably like the digger. The digger. Anyway, uh, female vampires that wander around graveyards and apply their beauty to seduce male victims. Love it. Just really liked the uh, the graveyard setting. Yeah. Uh, This is from the Philippines. It's called the Mananangal. Is described as scary, often hideous, usually depicted as female, and always capable of severing its upper torso, so cuts off at the waist, and the legs are just left there. Um, and sprouting huge bat-like wings to fly into the night in search of victims. So it's just a fucking torso with wings flying through the night. Haunting. It gets better. Due to being left at the altar, groom-to-be is one of its main targets. (laughs) So it's just a torso flying around finding grooms-to-be. Just looking for weddings. Like, do they, as the things become more advanced, are they like... Looking at wedding registries. Maybe. Maybe they're in cahoots with wedding planners. So if that were, imagine if we had to write a Twilight about this fucking vampire. <laughs> Could that be like one time we do an episode where we write fanfics and it's Twilight but with this, this guy? This, anyway. This guy. Um, the severed lower torso, which this was a uh, not an, an English article I was reading. So I'm assuming it means that from the torso down, the legs, yeah. uh, is left standing. And is the more vulnerable of the two halves. <laughs> Sprinkling salt, smearing crushed garlic or ash on top of the standing torso, so the legs left over, is fatal. So that's how you kill those. You just oh. sprinkle some, some seasoning. Does it kill the top half, though? Or yes, it kills <gasps> the whole thing. Wow. So dumb of them to leave their legs. So you've got to, like, <laughs> can you become You have to the... hide your legs. Yeah, you'd have to, like, bite, you'd do it, and then you'd, like, 
have to use your little teeth to bite. Oh, you have arms still, maybe. You've still got arms. Yeah, and then you can yeah. pick up the torso and the bottom half and just take it somewhere. Maybe just strap it on like a little backpack. No, no, no. It kill- yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to put the legs in like a baby carrier on your back. You can just wrap them or around something. you. Yeah, but they're pretty heavy because they are. It's a human. Leg yeah, but you can you can tie them around you and get um the shoelaces that you already have on your little shoes. Make sure they're extra sturdy and tie them around. That's true. That's but it depends if that would impact the flying. Either that or just like leave them somewhere in your house. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. Uh, the su- su- this is the Caribbean one I can't pronounce it it's, spe- it's spelled like Sukoyent uh, mm-hmm. is a shape-shifting Caribbean folklore character who appears as a reclusive old woman by day by night she strips off her wrinkled skin and puts it in a mortar so you know like a mortar and mm-hmm. pestle like the it's like the crushing pot for yeah. herbs guy. so that's where she she puts her wrinkled old skin <laughs> in her true form as a fireball she flies across the yes! dark sky in search of a victim love to destroy her, coarse salt, so not your table salt, uh, must be placed in the mortar containing her skin, so she perishes, unable to put the skin back on. The skin of this, can't pronounce it, is considered valuable and is used when practicing black magic. So that's fucking iconic because you strip off your skin and you're a fucking fireball Honestly, flying across the sky. Honestly, Loki believe that one exists. Fair enough. Because <laughs> how would you know it's either an old lady or a fireball? So what we think of as vampires, like the Dracula kind of vampire, yep. uh, that's actually revenants, which are human corpses that have returned from the grave. These come from Slavic origins in the last few hundred years, but older versions of vampires were more supernatural, possibly demonic, and didn't always take a human-esque form. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about revenants because all the ones that were like, it's a bat, it's a demon, it's anything yeah. other than a human. I was like, I can't even start to... There's too much. I had to eliminate something. Uh, before we go any further, I do want to give a shout out to my favorite vampire, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, and just explain in case anyone listening didn't know that he was gay as fuck. Okay. So in... I remember reading this in Gothic Literature, which is obviously my favorite English class. One moment. Yes. Do you reckon Nosferatu also was gay? Well, I'm going to explain exactly why Dracula, as written by Abram, whatever the fuck, was. Bram, Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. Close. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. My favorite ever. I did I did read that book several times because I actually really enjoyed it. That's fair. I have a really um, nice edition of it um, that I've killed so many spiders with. Nice. The whole thing around who Dracula had blood from. Also, they think Bram Stoker was gay. He only ever drank from men. Mm-hmm. Apart, and also in like literature and history and stuff it was a very sexual activity like vampires whoever they chose to drink blood from it was like a sexual thing oh yeah so it was always a sexual thing so the fact that he only drank blood from men but then you're thinking wait he did drink blood from that one woman in the book i honestly don't remember at this point but it was only after she'd had blood transfusions from the three men because she was like dying and then only then does Dracula like, okay, cool, I have that blood now, when she's literally only got the blood of men in her. So I remember just in Gothic literature being like, oh, this is this is incredibly gay. And our English teacher was like, yeah, that's very gay. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that checks out. Because yeah. in the ones that I, I'm now a fucking vampire expert, um, <laughs> the ones where it's like a, con- a country town in Romania, like that kind of where they're legit, like it's a fucking vampire yes. and it's a corpse. They will like do shit to anyone. But in the stories, it is always like yeah, there's like you said, like it's it's, it's a woman vampire going to find like a a man, a groom to yeah. be or whatever. Like it's and that always, was very consistent. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that Dracula, like Bram Stoker, just mixed it up by being like, yeah, he drinks blood from men. Everyone's like, that's a bit weird. But at least he drinks it from the woman. It's like it's only after she's filled with man blood. Great. So yeah. Anyway, fave gay vampire. Just want to give it a little shout out. Yeah. So now that we smoothly transitioned from Twilight vampires to real vampires, we're mm-hmm. gonna mix the two up. We've got some. 
vampire facts for you guys. <laughs> and Fiona, after I read through the vampire lore versions, will hit us with the Twilight version <laughs> so we can see how these stack up. Yep. Our first category is how vampires are made. Mm-hmm. There are many, 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 many different ways. Yep. The obvious is attacked by another vampire. Then uh, drink vampire blood slash blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. So just ingesting their blood. Demonic possession Love is that. a way to become a vampire. Sometimes they are born. Some vampires in stories can reproduce. Others can't. Often the males can with a human. Very rarely, if ever, can the female vampire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes this creates humans with vampire traits not full vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes people turn after death, and this is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Because factors that increase your chances of turning into a vampire after death. Oh, you know, I'll be looking this up in my 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> include, but are not limited to, your body has a wound that had not been treated with boiling water. Mm-hmm. Uh, witches or people who had rebelled against the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. Higher chance. Uh, being excommunicated, desecrating a religious day, or committing a great crime. Oh my god, I can do so many of these in my 90s. Yes. This is so achievable. And this is when it does like start to compare to the Bible, as in, like, oh, this was just people trying to find a way to stop people from doing bad stuff. Yeah. Eating meat from a sheep killed by a wolf. Interesting. Gives you higher chances of becoming a vampire. Being cursed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a magician mm-hmm. or an immoral person, suffering an unnatural or untimely death, such as suicide, mm-hmm. improper burial rituals. Mm-hmm. Dying before baptism. Mm-hmm. Really missed the boat on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, An animal jumping or a bird flying over the corpse or the empty grave before the corpse is put in. Okay. In southern Russia, people who are known to talk to themselves are more likely to become a vampire. I can start that. I'm ticking some great boxes here. <laughs> uh, if you lead a life of sin, mm-hmm. there you go. Thanks. Uh, die without being married. Sucks to be you, Fuck. but I, you know, so, sorry, sorry really weddings off. <laughs> uh, if you die alone, mm-hmm. die by execution for perjury, Ooh. die from a witch's curse, uh-huh. be born out of wedlock, conceived on certain days, born too early, or as the seventh child in a family where all the previous siblings were of the same sex. <laughs> so Ginny Weasley, she's she's, she's a vampire. Uh, and if a pregnant woman encountered a black cat crossing her path, did not eat salt. Or was looked upon by a vampire or a witch, her child would also become a vampire. So those are just a few of the ways. Honestly, I can tick off most of those. Already baptized, so I goofed there. Mm-hmm. I can call off the wedding. You could eat meat from a sheep killed I can, by a wolf. Yeah, if I just have to ask someone to go, like, we can find a way to get that. I wonder if that was a rabies thing. They're like, our mm. villagers keep getting rabies, how can we put them on? Yeah, but I feel like there would be someone who knows where wolves are, and they've got a sheep, and I'll just be like, freeze it for me. Let me know. I can get a fucking bird to fly over my corpse. There's mm-hmm. a lot that can be done here to really up my chances. There really is. And I'm living a life of sin by being queer, so... Mm-hmm. And I did used to have a section here that was, like, explaining all the different diseases that, like, played into the vampire myth and stuff like that. But truly, I think we can all agree that we don't have time, so... No. <laughs> uh, how in Twilight, Fiona, does one become a vampire? You get bitten. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all you've got. Did you get bitten? We don't know how the first one happened, but whoops. And you also can't be born into a vampire because Renesmee is not a full vampire. Yeah, Yeah, it's just get bitten. That's That's it. All my notes, it just says get bitten. Done. All right. Thank you, Twilight. How do I identify a vampire? And what are their physical traits, Maddie? Mm -hmm. Identifying a vampire uh, 
in Eastern Europe especially, they love to exhume a corpse. Mm-hmm. They really just thrive on it because they're like, there's a vampire in this village and people are often like, it looked like Gregor from down the road who died. And they're like, well, let's go pull up his corpse and see. Mm-hmm. So if you pull up the corpse and any of these things are present, Ooh. you may just have a vampire. All of these, by the way, can pretty much be explained, but I'm not going to read you the explanations because it's more fun this way. The corpse has growing hair and nails. Ooh. Ooh. Their left eye is open. <laughs> There is a lack of deterioration in the corpse, so it looks like it's just died. Fresh blood or blood stains present on the corpse or around the mouth. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it flows from them at the nose and sometimes the corpse swims in its own blood, oozing out in its coffin. Yummy. Yeah, I read a lot of really graphic shit uh, (laughs) during this research, during this week I dedicated to vampire (laughs) research. The shrouds wrapping the corpse look like they've been chewed at. Mm -hmm. The corpse is bloated, often described as Mm barrel-like. Or uh, the corpse emits a scream when stabbed. Oh. Then you may have a vampire. (laughs) You've got something on your hands if it emits a scream when stabbed. Mm -hmm. And if the vampire popping up around the village doesn't look like Gregor, and you're like, who could the vampire be? A way to find which grave. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leading a virgin boy through a graveyard or a church (laughs) ground. Going into a high school and being like, which one of y'all is a fucking virgin? All of them are like, not me. And then pranking someone by being like, walk us through a grave. And they're like, just trying to like roast the new kid, Dan. And they're like, let's walk through the graveyard. And then find us a vampire, Dan. (laughs) However, not so easy because the horse also must be a virgin. Yep, leading a virgin boy through a graveyard or church grounds on a virgin stallion. But you know, there'd be like some rich kid in some like really stupidly posh school who has a horse that like never lets it get fucked because they're like, no, we use this to haze the new fucking kids. <laughs> uh, so the virgin horse, I don't know why the, the rider also has to be a virgin because mm-hmm. the horse does all the work here. The horse would supposedly balk, B-A-L-K, balk, balk mm-hmm. at the grave in question. So the horse is going to go, that's the vampire. And you're like, thanks, virgin team. (laughs) Generally, a black horse was required. Though in Albania, Mm -hmm. it should be white. Is there like a group called like Virgins for Vampires? And they just go out and find vampires? Maybe. Love that. Uh, Another one is holes appearing in the earth over a grave. Mm -hmm. We're taking as a sign of vampirism. Mm -hmm. And a way to identify if a baby at birth... Mm Is a vampire or will become a vampire Uh is if it is born with teeth, born with an amniotic membrane covering its head. Haunting. A lack of cartilage in the nose. (laughs) An extra nipple. A split lower lip. Uh A tail or Mm -hmm. extra hair. Mm. They didn't specify what they meant by extra hair. Is it just like the baby has a little mustache? Or is it like those... Or is it like baby comes out with like vampire. a vampire, like a tiny little mariachi mustache? I'm just imagine coming with like a Shannon Noll goatee. Yeah, vampire. <laughs> Those were more like, could this be a vampire? And this yeah. is like, you're looking at a vampire. Here's what you see. Dope. In European legends, mm-hmm. vampires were usually reported as bloated in appearance mm-hmm. and ruddy, purplish, or dark in color. Mm-hmm. Vernon Dursley, anybody? Uh, <laughs> usually fangs, sometimes retractable. Yeah. Reflection varies. 
some of them can see themselves in mirrors, some of them can't. And the same thing, whether you can take photos of them or catch them on film varies. Yeah. They usually do have a shadow. They're typically pale, sometimes gray or dead looking, very shocking, often alluring, varies wildly between whether they're supernaturally attractive or hideous monsters. Yeah. There's very little gray area here except for some of the really, really hideous ones are also alluring because they have powers. Yeah. So it's either an illusion or the ability to dress up in a human suit is Love a it. fun one. But in modern media, yeah, it is either your hideous monster or you're just really hot. Yeah. Rarely is there a mediocre looking vampire. They're pretty invariably human-esque. Sometimes mm -hmm. they can turn into animals like owls, bats, moths. God, what a pathetic vampire that turns into a moth. Yeah, there were more than one and I was about to throw up. Oof. Their eye color has many, many variations. Sometimes red, black, yellow, super pale, or described yep. as hypnotic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes different vampires look different depending on whether they fed recently or not. So they can be mm -hmm. more attractive, younger, have brighter skin, different eye color or whatever if they have fed recently. Sometimes different levels of vampire exist. For instance, in Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> which is a fantastic series. Honestly, classic. Um, there's a weird giant bat guy that's a minion of Dracula's dad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, a vampire. Yeah. Like, those things exist. But there's also like the human vampires. Yeah. Um, some like Nosferatu are fully bald and have weird pointy ears. Mm -hmm. Sometimes grosser when they first become vampires and then get hotter as they're a vampire for longer. And in Ukrainian folklore, they are also described as having red faces and tiny tails. So there's a... A lot of difference in, in how the vampires can present. How do the vampires in Twilight look? How can you tell? So, a lot of these are taken as direct quotes from the book. Mm -hmm. Refined and perfected physical features, including appearances and smell, to lure people in. Oh, I wonder what they smell like. Which does raise the question, are vampires dummy thick now? Because... Our typical vampire is quite slim and slender, mm -hmm. apart from these bloated ones that you're talking about. Yeah. But... Are they just super fucking thick now? Mm. Because, you know, it, it refined and perfected physical features, that is a very varying thing depending on where in the world you are and what time period you're living in. Yeah, and we we know they don't change once they're made. Yeah. So? So how are you meant to, like, have, like, big titties and a big ass right now? Yeah. If you're a vampire. I mean, I think that they, it's just like, it's like if you have a really good filter on. I, imagine... <laughs> Imagine a vampire oh, no. from like 1996 with these tiny oh, thin no. ass eyebrows and then, and she's super hot then. Because their hair doesn't grow, does it? No. Because so Alice had a bad haircut like Rapunzel at the end of Tangled. Hate yeah. it. And now her hair sucks forever. Yeah, but that's maybe what was cool when she was made a vampire. No, she was in an asylum and they shaved her hair off and then it grew oh, out true. to just that length. Yeah. Anyway, but like imagine <laughs> having those tiny skinny eyebrows and oh, then no. just like 10 years later, your eyebrows look dumb as hell. That is a very so interesting So it's point. a really, you know, not well thought out. Um, really? But <laughs> yeah, apparently they're just super fucking hot. Mm -hmm. um, they have red eyes for human blood and gold for animals. But what if you have a mixed eye? Because it isn't like it varies between them. It's like you eat human blood, you have red eyes. If you eat animal blood, you have gold eyes. Mm -hmm. What if I have a mixed diet? I think it'd be red then. Because yeah. it seems like they start off red and it takes a long time of just being a vegetarian, aka just eating animals, yeah. um, for them to go amp. Mm -hmm. So the next one is, they don't need to breathe, but they still breathe. <laughs> yeah. Like, they still do the breathing motion. And I'm like, I get that you would still maybe do it at the start out of habit, because you're used to breathing in and out your whole life. Yeah. 
after a couple hundred years, I think you'd fall out of that habit. No, you have to keep the habit up because otherwise people would look at you and be like, what the fuck? But you, it wouldn't be that much of a habit. If I didn't have to breathe, I wouldn't be like going in and out with my chest all the time. It would feel so unnatural, especially when you're just at home and you don't need to. Do they do it when they're at home and there's no humans around? Yeah. Oh. They just all still do it. Maybe they just can't afford to get out of the habit because yeah. imagine if someone's just looking at them for long enough and realizes they're not breathing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit fucking weird. That's interesting because um, that's something that didn't really come up. Like, yeah. I think it's like they don't really... Actually, a few of these need to be able to breathe because you can suffocate them to death. So that's an interesting there you difference. Go. Um, they have marble skin and a super pale. <laughs> there was one specific note of that they... Do not have tears. They cannot cry tears. Yeah. Which yeah. I was just really stressed because I'm like, do they not just have super dry eyes then? <laughs> because like the, whatever's tear ducts also just produce lubricant for your eyes. Yeah. Um, but then I did some more research. Also because you need tears to like remove objects from your eyes. What if a fly flies into Edward's eyes and then like seven years later it's still just or he there? Or just has like a film of eyelashes across his <laughs> eye because there's nothing there to get them out. Just Edward with like shit tons of eyelashes in his eyes. And, and ink all over his hands. <laughs> so because their body is no longer creating cells and redoing all that, their hair and nails no longer grow. But so <laughs> that just but he can jizz. But what no, but what if what if I just cut my nail too short one time? That's, I can never Yeah. Or like you shave your head, you're wearing wigs for the rest of eternity. Yeah, like for eternity. That's the most upsetting thing about the whole movie of Tangled to me, is that she then has a hideous <laughs> fucking pixie cut for the rest of her life. Because they cut some of her hair as a baby and it didn't fucking grow back, so it's never gonna grow back. She's yeah. gonna have an ugly pixie cut, and that's what happened to Alice. Uh, but yeah. You would just never cut your hair because you'd be like, then I can never have it this long again. Yeah. Or if you break a nail forever it's I like think that. I think nails are easier because you can just wear falsies just char- and you have the money to get it done I professionally guess, but like it's still annoying and what if it's like pain oh it's not painful because you're a vampire or maybe yeah. the nails are very strong but the, either way they're like, dumb as fuck and like if you can't the find fact a way, that the hair can't grow the fact that you can't be like oh I'm gonna have a mohawk the rest of eternity you are stuck with what you have right now or shorter and you will never be able to go back no and you you can create a world where vampires exist but you can't create a world where those vampires can grow their hair yeah. That's stupid. Um, and the final one is, as we all know, they sparkle. They sure do. <laughs> they give a little sparkle in the sunlight, like glistening, and that is because of the marble-like qualities of their skin. Yeah, they're rock fucking hard, too. Mm-hmm. And cold. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Ew. All right. Yeah, when Bella's, like, describing lying on Jacob, and she's like, he's so warm and soft. And she's like, lies on Edward. It's like a fucking lying on the concrete on floor. On a slab. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is interesting, though, because... As we've just learned, some of the signs of vampires in a corpse are that their hair and nails continue to grow. Yeah. Not so, in Stephanie Meyer's world. God. And I just really need to know if we have dummy thick vampires out there. Was a vampire made last year and they're just dummy thick? I don't think they optimize like that. But I optimize. think if someone is like halfway thick and then they turn into a vampire, they yeah. probably would get properly thick. But yeah. I don't think that if Bella Swan were bit in 2020, she would end up with a Kardashian fake butt. I would hope she would. To further this little point, what... What do they look like when they're dead? What happens when this vampire is killed or vanquished? Mm-hmm. In folklore, they turn to dust slash ash, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes after catching on fire, decay rapidly, like centuries of decay in seconds. Oof. They crack like glass and shatter, or they're Ooh. left as just bones. Why is like the glass and shatter, like why was like hot? Because it goes, <laughs> like I can't tell you why that was hot, but I'm like into it. <laughs> Well, it's harder than decaying rapidly in in seconds. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Twilight, just ash. Boring. Mm-hmm. But that was interesting because that was one of the things where there are the fewest options throughout like 
all of vampires. Yeah. But what else could they do, you know? Yeah. Blow up and fly away. I don't Become know. like a puddle. <laughs> Just a liquid. And like a dog drinks Eventually it. Eventually evaporates. Vampire dog. <laughs> Cartoon Network. <laughs> Miscellaneous powers that vampires sometimes do or do not have. Immortality. Enhanced strength. Enhanced senses. Very fast. Healing of themselves, usually. Yes. They can't really heal other people. Um, control of slash influence over certain animals. Gravity defying slash walking on walls and ceilings. Mm-hmm. Invisibility. Manipulating weather. Shape-shifting. Immunity to certain magic. Flight. Mind control slash mind reading slash hypnosis. Ability to disguise as a normal human, if they're one of the weird ones that has to wear a flesh suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a specific kind of vampire called an estuary can fly if their hair is down. But if their hair is tied up, they cannot. Love that. Which is interesting because... For me, it would be the opposite. Yeah, you'd want to have your hair when you're flying. Imagine the wind up there and you get it all on your face and you're like, ah. But if you're an estuary, it's got to be down. Yeah. Uh, So the mist powers that the twilight vampires have, they can swim underwater forever because they have no lungs and they don't need to breathe. That's a smart one. Uh, They're super fast. They're super strong. They can see and sense everything around them, um, which is, my question is, where are their eyeballs? Because yeah. they can see, like, they can sense everything around them. Sure, you've got one of your senses working for you. It's the smell, it's the hearing, it's whatever. But to say that you can see everything around them, do you have, like, 360, can you turn your head like an owl? Yeah, because even there little in the eyeballs animal kingdom, head? like, owls, they could turn their head around, but they can't always see everything. You can't or, like, see everything flounder. around them. They have both eyes on yes. one side, they had not stay on the ground, so they don't have to cover that side. But they would, but vampires aren't on the ground like a flounder. And so Imagine I- Edward Inky hands with two eyes like a flounder <laughs> on one side of his head. Just constantly lying flat on the ground, like, it's like planking's the new child. Edward Inky hands started planking because he could only see like a little flounder so he's just oh, lying around school and everyone thinks he's cool so they start doing it that's how planking started I know you guys can draw <laughs> <laughs> one of you has to be able to draw because we can't they can smell super good hear super good and taste super good and they have a sixth sense which, which... is weird because they don't eat human food yeah look I didn't say that's it made wasted sense. on them um, a sixth sense is the... <laughs> They can sense danger. <laughs> so they just all have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, there's danger around. If you they have... can sense it. Okay. Oh my oh, god, no. if you have anxiety. What if you have like ADHD and then you become a vampire? Would our superpower just be like we Insane literally split into three and like do we do you have worse anxieties of vampire? No, I think you have better anxiety. Because you can't die. Yeah. Do you um oh boy. They all have depression. Yeah. They are <laughs> insanely flexible. Apparently. Oh that is not what you'd think from marble skinned Eddie yeah. Inky hands. Um they have perfect recall. So if you ask them to remember anything, <laughs> they've got it. It's like me. Um they are indestructible, in quotes. Um their venom can be used to reta- reattach limbs, but not hair, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> so it's like... You can they, reattach a whole arm. They really want to drive home that if you get a shit haircut as a vampire, it's that's game over, it. baby. <laughs> um, so, Especially if your only power is being hot. Great. Yeah. And then they also had the whole, like, whatever your personality trait, now it's magnified thing. So you get, like, an extra power. Those are for all Twilight vampires, but you get an extra power, like, Edward can read minds. But they don't all get one of but those. But they don't all get that. Which um, is why the Collins are so special and why the Volturi are like, please join us, because yeah. they all have cool powers, too. Um, and the final power that I did not remember is that, was well, <laughs> not a power, but their first bonding force, in quotation marks, don't really understand that, is romance. And if they love, 
it will literally never fade. Ew. But that means, what if Bella just ended up going for Jacob and then Edward's like, I've loved Bella, I will never leave. In the same way that imprinting is fucked. They didn't really drive that one home in the movies because I didn't remember it. But yeah. So what if what if Bella had gone with Jacob and then Edward's just stuck thirsting after a 17-year-old who lives with a vampire for the rest of his life? Which is forever. Am I a vampire? Maddie. <laughs> um, anyway, so those Oh my were... god, there has to be some sort of like, if not a there... TV show, then a cartoon called Vampire. And he's an umpire who's a vampire. Stop it. And no. everyone hates him and they throw their drinks and sausages at him and go, boo. And he goes... I just wanted to be human. Oh my God. <laughs> the vampire. I remember um, a fun vampire fact is in high school, we... <laughs> I feel so sorry for this guy. Um, He was a, like, teacher's assistant or whatever. Like, he was coming in to learn how to be a teacher. Oh God, for our photography that class. Great, um, it? He was for our photography class. And we literally just started a rumor that he was a vampire. Because he would wear, like, a black cloak. <laughs> All the time. It's his own fault for going to high school wearing To an all-girls high yeah, school doing on. that. And he taught photography. And we swear to God, when you worked in the dark room, mm-hmm. you would hear there's like two massive doors you go in because you can't get, let any light in. If you've not had a um, dark room at your school, you have to go through basically like a revolving door thing yeah. that get, makes sure no light can get in. Yeah, but no, we didn't have the revolving door though. We had two separate doors. It's like a little, like what astronauts use to oh, not let I don't think in. they trusted us to not have them both open at the same Fair. time. So we got the re- revolving door. Yeah, one. so, <laughs> but they're both very loud doors. And there were several occasions in which this vampire teacher would just appear in the dark room. Oh. And we didn't hear him. I'm like, you hear those doors. Yeah. Um, and one time, <laughs> there were like these like really thick, sturdy pipes in the ceiling of our photography classroom on like a low ceiling because of the way the building was because it was old. And we found him hanging upside down stop from them. Stop it, stop <laughs> we it. Found him one time because he was just like hanging around and playing around because he was obviously kind of fucking weird. And he was hanging upside down. We were like, holy fucking shit. He's a vampire. Um, and we got him to say, like, I think it was like, Ivan, does that, your blood? Um, one of us got him to say it into our phone. And then the next assembly, we Bluetoothed it to everyone because airdrop didn't exist. And then in the middle of assembly, we all just played, Ivan, does that, your blood from this vampire teacher? Jesus Christ. Oh, that poor guy. But yeah. He was hanging upside down. He, he wore capes. Come he did on. it to himself. Come um, on. And he was like super pale. It was like all very vampire So we're like, is this guy a vampire? Maybe. TBC. That's my interaction with a real life vampire. I've been thinking this whole time about how much harder it would be to be a vampire in the age of social media. Mm-hmm. Because once someone has your picture, it's out there. And I'm like, well, they just keep a low profile. But, like, you cannot choose whether or not you become a meme. Yeah. There are so many people who have just become memes. And now everyone knows their face. One of the Collins becomes a meme by accident. Damn Daniel. Stock image guy. Yeah. Like, any fucking meme. Yeah. And it's game over. But why? They're gonna be like, this was from 20 years ago. Why but I just feel like, like that wasn't me. I'd be like, that guy looks like me. Or they're like, this is you and your fucking sister 20 years ago. I'd be like, Or like how so you check in on people from high school and you're like, if someone just hadn't aged at all in that like 10 part years would be from weird, now. Yeah. Like... Imagine. I feel like I would just... it can go both ways. I would go completely offline. Yeah. And then if I become a meme, I'd let that meme exist. And then when someone sees me 20 years later, they're like, oh my God, you look just like that guy. And he, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah, like I wasn't even born then, but that's so weird. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I would just, I just completely lie. But what if it were, like, the other way around, where, like, it's 20 years on from high school. Yeah. And then they become a meme, and it's, like, two of them or something, or there's just a photo of, like, all of them together. And all the people from high school are like, this is the same fucking family, and they haven't aged, and it's been 30 years. Like, no, it would be so be much fine. harder with technology. But also, you're forgetting that only the fucking Collins went to high school all over That's again. True. God, they really do Because you just be like, oh... That yeah. guy looks like someone I worked with. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, that looks like the high school student we had. From our small town. Yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, how do we kill slash vanquish vampires? Or any other weaknesses that they may have? Mm-hmm. Stake them through the heart, mouth, stomach, Classic. or eye. Classic. Uh, cut out the heart. Decapitate. In mm-hmm. brackets, rebury with the head between the feet, behind the buttocks, or away from the body. <laughs> Burn the remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Balkans, a vampire could also be killed by being shot or drowned, by repeating the funeral service, by sprinkling holy water on the body, or by exorcism. Uh-huh. And then specifically for a kind of vampire called Strzygas, <laughs> S-T-R-Z-Y-G-A-S, mm-hmm. this is how you'd kill them. Burning the body... Hammering nails, stakes, etc. into various parts of the body. Mm-hmm. Putting a flint into its mouth after exhumation. A lot of these had to do with putting something in the mouth so mm-hmm. it couldn't chew its way out Ooh. of the grave. I don't know. Smart, smart. Uh, peeling the church bells. What does peeling the church bells mean? Uh, ringing the church bells. Oh. Uh, like in I Can Hear the Bells. Uh, this then turns the strzgurga into tar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can slap it across the face with one's left hand. <laughs> Burying it again outside of the village and pinning it down with a big rock. Mm-hmm. Scattering poppy seeds in the shape of the cross in every corner of the house. Exhumation in the presence of a priest and reburying the body again after additional rituals, mm-hmm. such as putting a piece of paper with the word Jesus written on it under the tongue. <laughs> putting small objects in its grave to make it count them, which is something we will get back to later on. Okay. So a lot of, it's a, just a lot of stabbing, burning, yep. ways to ke- stop a body from getting out of a grave. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so in Twilight, uh, their only weakness is, and I quote, the strength of their own kind. Uh, it has to be another vampire who kills them. Great. And you must then dismember their entire body and set it on fire and spread the ashes. Great. In case the ashes try and come back together. Um, although in Breaking Dawn... It appears, like they kind of allude to this, that they could be killed by molten lava or maybe in a nuclear blast. But that's it. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So only... What about werewolves, though? No, apparently not. Then why are they such big enemies? I know, I was like, why are you guys so threatened by the werewolves if they can't even kill you? They can hurt you, apparently, but I don't think they can kill you. That's so fucking stupid. That's not enemies, then. Yeah. Fire is... Wow. Okay, in the there's like some thought that maybe the werewolf could kill a vampire. Okay, who fucking knows though? Perhaps who I knows? missed that in my research. My they know it's a really contentious point. Yeah, yeah. So the Cullens are pretty much fucking actually immortal unless another stronger vampire comes along and literally cuts you up, kills you, cuts you up, burns you, spreads the ashes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or I just love the implication. Lava. Of, like, all the ashes reforming into a fucking <laughs> Eddie Inky hands. Yeah, I feel like that one's more... That's got to be more superstition than anything else. Yeah, but the rest of it... Yeah. Sure, just a bunch of twitching limbs. Great. Mm, uh, weaknesses, traditionally, of vampires are plentiful. Mm-hmm. And include sunlight, drowning, silver, iron, mirrors, garlic, holy symbols, and sacred grounds. 
running water, like rivers, which they cannot cross. <laughs> I just love the idea of like Ebercolin standing next to a fucking river being like, shit. <laughs> Various herbs, woods, plants, and fruits. Just so many. I just couldn't even list them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not drinking blood for too long can kill them. Blood loss in general can kill them. Sometimes the blood of another vampire or a werewolf or some animals or six slash dead humans can kill them. Mm-hmm. So just drinking the wrong shit. <laughs> uh, suffocation can put them in a coma, which is different from the Collins. Psychic attacks and spells from other vampires. Werewolf bite. And death of some sort of head vampire can kill the minions. Ah. So that's weaknesses of, of many different vampires. Nice. Well, how do you prevent someone from becoming a vampire? This is the real thick boy here. Mm-hmm. If you want to not become a vampire, say sometimes this is just like to prevent it happening after you die. Sometimes it's when you're like, maybe I got bitten. I don't know. Yep. So uh, burn the vampire's heart, mix the ash into a potion and drink it. Okay. So that's when if you know who the vampire is. Yep. And they've bitten you. Uh, eat dirt from the vampire's grave and <laughs> smear yourself with its blood. Okay, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Bury sharp objects with the corpse so that the sharp objects penetrate the skin if the body transforms. Mm. So some of these also are like the body's already dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. Uh, Sprinkle mustard seeds on the roof of a house. It didn't say whose house. uh, (laughs) Just of a house. A house. (laughs) Uh, Spike the vampire's head, body, or clothes and pin them to the earth to prevent rising. So literally yeah. stake them into the ground. I'll do it. The Romani people drove steel or iron needles into a corpse's heart, Ooh. placed bits of steel in the mouth, over the eyes, ears, and in between the fingers at the time of burial. God, that's so much. Yeah, but vampires, you know? Yeah, true. They also placed hawthorn in the corpse's sock or drove a hawthorn stake through the legs. You can also pour boiling water over the grave. Mm-hmm. Sever the tendons. That's an easy one. That's nice. Yeah, that's a fun and easy one where yeah. you don't have to drink any blood. Yeah, just pour some boiling water. Get the kettle going. Yeah. Pop the kettle on, hun. Alternatively, you can sever the tendons at the knees. <laughs> yep. Uh, in multiple cultures, this is a really fun one, mm-hmm. they believe that vampires have a compulsion to count. So literally like Sesame Street. So a way to deal with the vampires is to leave them a large quantity of things to count so they remain <laughs> occupied. And this is in multiple that. cultures. I love that. Like, you may remember in one of the previous, but yeah. it was like, leave poppy seeds. Yeah. Yeah, so Chinese oh, so narrative... Poppy seeds, they have to count all the fucking poppies? Oh my god. Chinese narratives state that if a vampiric being came across a sack of rice, it would have to count every grain. Hilarious. And in India and South America, this also applies to witches. And so also people will place poppy seeds, millet, or sand on the ground at a gravesite. So if a vampire pops up, they will just get stuck there forever, <laughs> counting the fucking poppy seeds at the grave. Which That's is just hilarious. great. I love that. Another recurring one in many cultures was to place something, so a stone, a brick, some soil, in the mouth of the corpse to stop them eating their way out of the grave. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they'd assume that they're all going to eat their way out. Like, they yeah. still have hands, but whatever. To ward off the threat of vampires and disease, in, I think, Bulgaria, this has a question mark next to it, twin brothers would yoke twin oxen to a plow and make a furrow with it around their village. Mm. So finally, 
a good use for a twin. <laughs> good use for twins. It also mirrors like twin brothers, twin oxen, virgin twin boy, boy, virgin horse. horse. So yep. it's a very matchy matchy way to deal with vampires. Oh my god! Imagine the power of a, a tw- twin virgins. Yeah, twin virgins and twin oxen that have never oh, boned either. Love that. Crazy. Uh, sometimes this is a very very bougie one for only the richest of villages. Mm-hmm. They would put a lemon in the mouth of the corpse. <gasps> you didn't tell me this is for billionaires, Maddie. Honestly, before I give you my how lemons, would the common people change me? Change me before you take my lemons. Yeah, but how would the common people be able to get rid of them? They can't have lemons. Poppy seeds. True. Uh, and then the final one is how to get rid of the Romanian strigoi. Exhume the strigoi. Remove its heart and cut it in two. Mm-hmm. Drive a nail into its forehead. Ooh. Place a clove of garlic under its tongue. Mm-hmm. Smear its body with the fat of a pig killed on St. Ignatius Day. Mm-hmm. If it's not killed on that... Imagine. Oh my God. Imagine if a vampire fucking pops up and St. Ignatius Day is like a week ago. You gotta deal with this shit for a whole year. Yeah. Unless you've already got a pig that you... No, I reckon, I reckon you'd, ha- you'd store the blood. You'd, you'd be killing pigs every St. Ignatius Day. St. Ignatius Day is just pig killing day. You just get a shit ton of pig blood. That's fair. Yeah. Unless you're dumb. You gotta be prepared. Uh, if you're Romanian, let us know if people kill pigs on St. Ignatius Day. Uh, and then finally, after all that, you turn its body face down so that if the strigoi were ever to wake <laughs> up... <laughs> when you said that, like, face down, ass up. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's the way we like to get rid of vampires. <laughs> uh, I think Edward and Bella just did it missionary because he was so scared of breaking her. Yeah, that would 100%. not even be the smartest way to do it. You'd want to do a fucking some cowgirl so he's not breaking her. True, they just didn't try any other position. Yeah, stupid, stupid, stupid. Anyway, yeah. and the final thing you do to that vampire to make sure it's dead is you turn its body face down, ass up. So if it ever wakes <laughs> up, it will be headed to the afterlife. Because they would just go straight down. <laughs> I just like, I'm imagining, because, you know, we know that these things were likely done in, mm-hmm. in history. Yeah. And <laughs> no, some of them still now. Yeah. But imagine like people being like, trust me, your brother's a vampire. And you're like, I swear he isn't. They're like, whatever. We're going to take him out. We're going to put a nail in his head. And you're like, this is oh, so Oh no, this traumatic. is after they're dead. This is the after the no, body's dead. No, no, but dead. I know. But like, even okay. after they're dead, like we're going to get, bring his corpse up. Cut out his heart. Cut out his heart. Cut it in two. Put a nail in his head. And you're like, okay, I guess I gotta be cool with that. Like, well, because if you lived in the villages where they're doing that, you fully would be like, I'm True, gonna you'd be get down vampires. And often, when the vampires aren't flying around stealing like engaged men, they go for like people they were close to in life. True. So you'd be like, burn that bitch's heart. Valid. Yeah. Um, in Twilight, to prevent someone from becoming a vampire, to prevent vampires. I'm so excited to find out all uh, the different measures she's used. <laughs> just gotta suck the bloody part out. Oh. Yeah, so the when you get bitten and you get a little bit of venom in you, so you just got to go to the bloody bit where you where you bit down mm-hmm. and you just do a little suck. And then spit it out. Get the venom out, spit it out. Well, you don't have to spit it out. If you can control yourself, you might just be able to swallow it. Like Carlisle could just be like... Yeah, but he's a vampire. I mean, for a normie. Like if a vampire bites me, oh, yeah, can yeah, I yeah, suck yeah, it yeah. out like a snake bite? Yeah, you suck it out like a snake bite. But just spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it so out. you don't have the vampire venom in you. And my blood. But also, does it... Cause this could be really dumb. I could be really mm-hmm. dumb here. But if I swallow something, it doesn't go into my blood, does it? Sometimes it does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. I guess spit it out to be safe. Yeah. Um, but that is literally all you have to do. And like the main thing to prevent becoming a vampire is just don't get bit. Yeah. Don't I mean, bit. yeah, don't get bit. But if you have been bit, suck the bloody bit out. You're good. It's just pretty easy to not be a vampire in the Twilight world. You yeah. just don't get bit. Yeah. Whereas other places like, are you a ginger? Where Did you have seven older brothers before yeah. you were a girl? Did you have extra hair as a child? You can't always control those. Were you mean to someone in the Russian Orthodox Church? Like, sad times, you know? Yeah. 
Whereas in Twilight, or just don't a get checklist, me. which I will be really revisiting as I near my 90s. Yeah, maybe we'll make a checklist of different things to try that don't like break the law. Yeah. Just to really up your chances. That's fun. That'll be a fun graphic. Truly. Please, 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 someone draw Eddie Inky hands. Yeah. That's what I want more than anything in the world. Also, obviously I haven't done it yet, but if you don't follow us on Instagram yet, at Hey Cabin Fever, where we'll be sharing all of your Eddie Inky hand drawings that you will be sending in. And maybe we'll each try and do one because we're both really bad at art. Yeah, and also just many, many beautiful graphics from this episode. Now that we know some of the key differences between the Twilight vampires and vampires as a whole. Yep. We thought we'd do a little head to head and see who would win out of real vampires <laughs> and the Twilight vampires. Yeah. In five different scenarios. Yep. A la Boss Babes versus Boss Baby. And also only Maddie has these written down so I've completely forgotten them. I don't think you've given them much thought. I haven't even read through the list. Yeah. Beautiful. So the first scenario. Mm-hmm. Who would win out of a Twilight vampire and a generic folklore vampire yep. in hand to hand combat? I would say Twilight. Yes, very easily yeah. Twilight vampires, because yeah. as we've learned, they're fucking indestructible. They're indestructible, they're super fast, they're super strong. And they're not just, like, reanimated corpses. Yes. However, I would love to see one of the crazy woman ones from earlier on, like the fireball one. Yeah. Or, like, one of those ones. But yeah, yeah ultimately, the Collins would win. Yes. Ugh. Who would be able to last the longest in the human world without being found out? So we've written down stealth slash longevity. Yeah. How long they're going to be kicking around. This is a tricky one because it really does depend which, which of the vampire. features and the other mm. ones. Because the Collins, like, it is a bit fucking weird that they haven't been detected given that. Mm. But their main thing is it's just also, the sparkling and the, the eyes are weird. Yeah. Anyone other than the Collins has red fucking eyes. So you're out of the game immediately. Yeah. But everyone else, like, some of them are just kind of, you know, human but a bit funky. Then mm. some of them have, like, a severely disfigured face and they chop their legs off. Or they're, like, half bat. Yeah. So it really depends. If we're thinking, like, let's say... Honestly, I'm gonna say... Like a Dracula-esque where it looks like a human. Mm-hmm. It's just vampire dude. Yeah. Still probably Twilight Vampire. Actually, I think I would... No, you know what? You know what, Maddie? Hmm. I'm going to say the Dracula-esque one. Mm-hmm. Because they really keep to themselves. They've got a fucking dope-ass castle on top of a hill. Yeah. They kill when they want to kill. They sleep in their coffin. They're weird dudes. But they're not out trying to go to high school. Yeah. So there's a and much they, they lower chance. And they could be found out like the one that came to my high school and pretend to be a photography teacher. Yeah. And, you know, we're a bit sus... But I'm not still fully certain. And he did it, like, at a time and place where he knew it would just be laughed off. Mm-hmm. So, fair play to you, sir. Yeah. I'm gonna agree, because the test wasn't who would do best if you were to see them face-to-face. Yes. It's who could last the longest. And the other vampires keep themselves so much more. Yeah. So. And, like, even if you were not talking Cullens, like I said, all the other vampires in this world, first of all, very much interacting with people and going to towns to kill people. Yeah, all the time. And they have bright red fucking eyes, so as soon as you see them, you're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so normal vampires. Normal vampires. The third category is making the most of it. Who makes the most of being a vampire? Traditional. Mm -hmm. The Cullens are in high school. Yeah, that is the opposite of doing the the most of it. And even the other ones, like the Volturi, they don't seem like they're having that much fun. No, they just they live in a dope like palazzo or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck in Italy, which is great. But they don't seem like they're doing that much. No. 
Whereas the other ones are becoming fireballs, they're flitting around, they're in the sky. They're, they're having giant manor houses in Transylvania. Like, they just seem to, everyone else seems to have more endeavors. Yeah, just have more going on. Yeah, whereas the Cullens are trying not to be vampires, and the other ones don't really have much of a game plan at all, and if they do, it's just sitting in a house and being boring and only doing vampire shit. Yeah. So everyone else does better than the Twilight vampires at making the most of it. Yes. Who would do better uh-huh. at building an army? I, mm, this is really one you got to think I through. I think the Cullens. Yes. The Twilight Vampires. Yes. Because they seem to have more organization around them. Mm-hmm. The other ones, the reason stealth works for the other ones is because they are solitary. They yeah, kind of so go off on their own. Yeah. But to build an army, you need to put in some fucking work. And yeah. I just don't think the other vampires would even get along that well. I feel like no. they'd rip through each other's throats out they before they got They wouldn't want to build the fucking army. Yeah. But if they were trying to, they wouldn't be able to do it as well. And also a lot of those vampires, like their victims die. They don't yeah. even become vampires unless they're yeah. like very restrained. Yeah. Yeah, Colin's absolutely slash any Twilight vampire. Twilight vampires, yeah. Because they can change people and then they're all immortal. Yeah. And they have like the normal human presence of like, let's hang out. Yeah. Whereas Dracula's like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So Colin's win there slash yeah. Twilight. Uh, and the final category, because so far, is it a tie again? We have Twilight non-twilight, non-twilight, twilight. So it's deadlocked. <gasps> We've done so well with making them like real cliffhangers. <laughs> I don't know that this is going to be a huge debate though. Okay. Because the final category of who would win out of real vampires versus twilight vampires uh-huh. recruiting for an MLM. Mm. It's the Cullens. It's going to be the Cullens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, let's make it a bit jazzier. Okay. Actually... There is still no fight because even the weird fucking ones like Victoria, yeah, they're still alluring. Yeah, they're still really. The like, whole point is that they're just alluring and can make people do what they want. Mm-hmm. Let alone ones that might have special powers that come particularly in handy for an MLM. Literally, like Jasper can fuck with people's emotions. Literally, yeah. Or like they can read people's minds. And a lot of MLM is pretending that you're already rich when you're making no money from the mm-hmm. MLM. And these vampires have so much cash, yeah. so much shit. Imagine Rosalie being like, join Arbon. You'd be like, I'd do it. If know, Rosalie asked me, if to Rosalie join told up. me to do for anything but Herbalife, I'd join for Rosalie. Yeah, I'm kidding. Young Living, <laughs> not even for Rosalie. But yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure they would. So, so what we're learning here is that Twilight vampires are in fact superior. However, <laughs> to the real world ones. Rather than that being impressive, it's almost as though she had to make her vampires completely indestructible in order for them to make sense as having lasted this long. Yeah. But facts are facts, baby. (laughs) Twilight vampires are the superior vampire. And if you don't like it, suck it. Suck that blood out like you would a newborn vampire in Twilight. Next week on Vampire. Oh my god, stop. So that's that. And to wrap this episode up, we were thinking, what? If vampires were to be... (laughs) What were we thinking, Maddie? (laughs) If vampires were to be real... Uh Uh-huh. Which, let's be honest... Yeah, dumb hypothetical. They're probably real. No one's saying they aren't. Yeah. Not a single one amongst us denies that that's a very real possibility. I think part of me does think they're real. What do you reckon is the supernatural being that's most likely to actually exist? Witches aside. Uh, Yeah. Because it's obviously witches. Yeah. I was like... I think vampires. I really do. Interesting. Because they are so prevalent... In so many different folklore around the world. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been another one that is, like, that prominent. Mm-hmm. And when you when you look into it, it's like, a lot of the stuff is explained. 
But there's enough that isn't explained and it pops up similarly enough. And also, like, the ones that are also common, for example, like, werewolves, Mm -hmm. that's just so much more implausible. That's just a fucking animorph and I just don't think animorphs exist. Yeah. Um, However, that would be, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that is much less plausible than Mm. a vampire because a vampire could make sense. It's just you change when you're dead. Yeah. Um, And if there were to be mermaids, they wouldn't be human-esque. I don't believe for a second they would be because it doesn't make any sense underwater. But I also think that we would have found some hint of a mermaid. No, not necessarily because there's so much ocean and they'd probably have magic so they'd be able to prevent it. But they definitely wouldn't be like people underwater. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, as we're establishing, vampires are real. Who were they? Because I was thinking, we diverged a little bit. Mm-hmm. It started off as me being like, who in history could have been a vampire without people realizing? Yeah. And I was mainly thinking about this because there's a, um, this thing in Florence called the Vasari Corridor, mm-hmm. which is built by the Medici so that they could travel around the city without having to go outside. Nice. So they wouldn't get like assassinated. Yeah. But it's this corridor that allows you to travel through the whole city yeah. without ever going outside. And I was like, vampire could use that. Very handy for So vampire. I was thinking, who in history could have been vampires? Yeah. I got too overwhelmed by this and just wrote down a list that we'll get to in a minute. But Fiona's done it properly. Before we go any further, I just need to, you to know that Netflix just gave me a notification for Hotel Transylvania 3 is now out. <laughs> Our phones are listening to us. Well, in this case, it's my iPad, but still. <laughs> By the way, just dead ass. All three Hotel Transylvania movies so are good. so good. Well, I haven't seen the third one yet. Oh, it's great. It just came out. I Netflix. downloaded it illegally because I couldn't wait. <laughs> just can't wait. No. So before we do Maddie's list, I need to present to you three modern day celebrities mm-hmm. who I think are vampires. Great. Um, and I didn't think they were vampires until I started writing this list. And then I was like, huh, have I, have I found something here? Have you operated mainly on the Twilight rules or it's just like, just miscellaneous vampire. Miscellaneous. Cool. So, Angelina Jolie. Uh-huh. Yeah, already on board. Yeah. The aesthetic, obvious. Mm-hmm. But adopting a lot of kids could be getting new vampires. Right. Recruiting new vampires. And this is the kind of vampire that ages. Yes. But very slowly. Yeah. Also explains the Brad and Jen split being so sudden as she needed to cut away from plot twist, Jen is also a vampire. So it's like, basically, they were competing vampires. And so when it happened, it happened to happen so fast because you can't have that proximity to another vampire because they'd rip each other's throats out. Wow. So that You is... haven't seen this, but I just, my jaw dropped. And I've just been <laughs> processing ever since. Um, I don't understand your logic there, but I agree either way. Thank you. Yeah. My next one is Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Mind freak. (laughs) In 2012, he spent 24 hours shackled underwater before coming out of his shackles and was treated for severe dehydration, fatigue, and semi-consciousness. The dude just wanted to feel something. (laughs) Because, first of all, the fact that he spent 24 hours shackled underwater when you shouldn't humanly be able to do that, and then he chose to come out of his shackles. But the fact that he just was like, I think he's just a vampire, and he's like, why would you do that? Like, why would I, as a normal human... Who is a normal fucking person ever want to do that? It's because he's a vampire. He's lived so long. He's just like, let me feel something. Look, you know that I don't understand magicians on a, <laughs> a fucking fundamental level. I hate him. Yeah. Illusionists are another level because that's like, what? Yeah. If I came to life as a vampire, uh-huh. as long as it were one that aged somehow, mm-hmm. because 
you don't want to be anywhere in the public eye if you're a non I have I have written more of in Chris Angel to make, but absolutely, that, make that sense. Any kind of supernatural being, being an illusionist, yeah, perfect cover. Because yes. you're like, it's my job for you not to understand. I'm just mm-hmm. great at what I do. Well, like my next point was. It's set up perfectly because nobody expects reality from him. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one is looking at Chris Angel and being like, I think things are going to be normal. Mm-hmm. So he set himself up to be able to do weird shit. And people are like, oh, it's just Chris Angel being Chris Angel. That's true. And because you don't understand how this shit works. He could yeah. be at a dinner party and set himself on fire. And I'd be like, what a cool trick. Yeah. Um, also, perfect. I do yeah. think he's probably using some kind of vampire magic to make some of his acts possible. Yeah. Because he does some pretty cool magic. Yeah. Um, and I do think he's a young vampire and he will learn to be less visible as he gets older. Mm-hmm. But right now he's just kind of like in his first hundred years or so where he's like, I just want to feel something and I want to do things that are new and crazy. As he gets older, he'll probably be like, all right, let's not be as visible. Mm-hmm. And my final one is Chris Jenner. I just don't think it's her first time in this world. <laughs> she has launched careers for all of her kids. She's been aging perfectly, like just shows enough age but still looks good and adapts to the times real quickly. Yeah. She started her career as a flight attendant, but mm-hmm. managed to go straight from that to high profile people in LA and then rolling with the punches and becoming this. Like, I don't think this is your first time living a human life. No. If you are able to adapt and roll the punches and go from flight attendant to meeting one person in the semi-right circles and working your way up that Hollywood ladder so quickly yeah. and then launching those perfect careers for your children. Yeah. I mean, I'm inclined to believe literally anything about Kris Jenner because, like, I yeah. know she has problems, but Kris Jenner is a fucking icon. Yeah. Um, also, she really loves a lot of regal shit and glamour from another era. Like, mm. a lot of her style. She has the money to make her style anything, and a lot of it is just from a different time. Mm. Um, and I do think that not all of her kids know... But those who do have an NDA. Kim knows. Yeah. I, I hadn't gone through exactly who I think. I think Courtney absolutely does not. No. Courtney cannot be trusted with shit. Chloe doesn't know. Chloe? I don't think Chloe knows. I don't think Chloe knows. Because I, I, I don't think something else. I don't Chloe think she would be accepting of it. something, but she does not know. I think she knows something up, that something's up and she doesn't want to know more because she knows that it wouldn't sit with her morally. Yeah. Kim knows. I think uh, Kendall knows. I'm not sure on Kylie. I don't know if, oh, I reckon Kendall could be where the vampire gene went. She's yeah. pretty weird. And I, but I just think, I think Kendall knows and that's why she cut herself out. Because she's like, I know this and she's like, this is a lot. I'm just going to go. And... I reckon everyone except Courtney and, and Courtney and Chloe knows. I reckon Rob knows as well. I think Rob knows, and yeah. it's too much for him. Anyway, so those are my three celebrities who I, uh, while doing my research, did completely convince myself are vampires. Very fair. Um, yeah. That is all. Maddie. Give us a few other historical figures who could be vampires. To round this episode off, I have come up with a list, by no means a comprehensive list, Mm -hmm. but a list of people throughout history that I believe could be vampires based on literally nothing other than vibes. Mm -hmm. I just thought of a person was like, vibes there. Okay. Prince Philip. Yeah. Lenin and Trotsky. A bunch of the Medici, especially the ones that built the Vasari Corridor. Nicole Kidman. Raphael Nadal. Rasputin was a dark sorcerer but would not question vampiric add-ons. Mm-hmm. Someone close to Shakespeare, not sure who. Rembrandt. Kate and Pippa Middleton. Miss Clavel from Madeline. Frida Kahlo, but she didn't like it. 
Honestly, low-key Josh Groban, but he's ethical about it. Lady Gaga, Shirley Temple. Almost every powerful family in 14th century Venice. Madame de Pompadour, I still think is around somewhere laying low. Almost everyone on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. Famed 17th century diarist Samuel Pepys. Mariah Carey. Joel McHale. Keats, Shelley, Byron, that entire group, all vampires except Wordsworth. Orlando Bloom, Renee Zellweger. 50-50 on Jack the Ripper. Mary-Kate and Ashley, no question. Composer, Johann Pachelbel. Nikola Tesla and Anthony Prosky from Queer Eye, but in a way I'm down for, and I think he may indoctrinate Tan. Love that. Thank you. I agree with a lot of those. Surprise that I agreed with Orlando Bloom as soon as you said mm-hmm. I was like, true. Orlando Bloom, Renee Zellweger. I was like, they know each other. They both know they're vampires. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Lady Gaga, Shirley Temple. I mean, Lady Gaga, obviously. Frida, yeah, she was so obvious I almost didn't put her on, but then I thought about it for ages and was like, duh. Don't be blind. It's like me being like Chris Angel, too obvious. Yeah. So that's my little list of just a few of the people that I think definitely, honestly, based on vibes, vampires. There's a lot of variety there. Uh, Can we do a little question sticker on Instagram and get more from you guys? Yeah, no justification needed. Just who do you reckon based on vibes is a vampire? Yeah. And that's that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Cabin Fever. We love you uh-huh. uh, with all our hearts. And Which we have, and we don't need them cut into. Please don't. Or a nail nah, speared into them. Please don't. Please don't do that. Even when we're dead. But Even when, when I'm when dead. Because, no, guys, honestly, seriously, I'm going to be so upset. Because I don't know what I think happens after we're dead. I don't know. No, and I'm just going to be so upset heart, because I'm going to be spending... All of my 90s, because I'm going to live to 100 and... About between 108 and 112. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be living... Spending my 90s trying to become a vampire. So if any of y'all fuck it up, I'm going to be so upset. Do you know how hard it's going to be for me to get a lamb killed by a wolf to eat on my deathbed? If you fuck up Fiona's chances of becoming a vampire... I'm going to be so upset. She will come back as a fucking poltergeist. I will 100% be a ghost and I'll fuck up your entire life. And you don't want that. A vampire, she's just going to be flying around like a fireball. Yeah. A ghost... You're fucked. Yeah. And I'm a ghost with vengeance in my non-existent veins. Vendetta. <laughs> so that's that. Anyway, anyway, love ya, leave ya. Listen next week. Uh, hop on our Insty. That's all. Love ya, leave ya, bite ya. Mama. <laughs> Make sure that you tune in after this on Cartoon Network for the oh season God, opener stops. of Vampire. <laughs> Please draw Eddie Inky hands. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.